Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? It's Phoebe. It's Mike. This is the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. And now we are on all other podcast uh, platforms. Absolutely. So we're happy to be here. It is Friday, March 3rd. This is episode nine of the Mike and Phoebe show. And today we have a very special in-studio guest. She is Patty Smith. She's the president of the Paris uh, Rotary Club here. Hi, Patty. Good afternoon, everyone here at Alternative Twist Music. Yes, thank Radio. you so much. Right. It's such we're a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. We're so happy you're here. And this is actually was a surprise visit. Sure was. So um, let's see here. So we got some awesome topics. And we also I wanted to let you guys know we have a sister station called Barn Door Radio. Barn Door Radio is an all indie country, uh, bluegrass, Americana. We play folk music, uh, gospel music, and mountain music. And I want you guys to listen. This is for country and uh, country-like music. Now, uh, they have told me that they've gotten a lot of music, like rock music, and, you know, sent in. So um, it's all for country, bluegrass, Americana, folk, gospel music. So the rock music, EDM, uh, jazz, send it to us, Alternative Twist. But if you have country music and country-like music, like folk, indie, bluegrass, send it to Barn Door Radio at gmail.com. So I want to make sure that you guys get it straight because they've got some uh, different submissions which is fine but um so if you guys have any questions email barndoorradio at gmail.com for all other genres send it to alternativetwist.com okay absolutely now on to funny news so patty i'm gonna want your genuine reaction okay when I read the these news. Okay, so this I found on TikTok. I love TikTok. I don't know if you've heard of TikTok. It's another um, social media platform. So this is, now I'm going to click on this link here. So from what I hear is a, <laughs> there's a competition going on in Spain. You want to know what kind of competition I found? And I'm, I'm going to click on it right now. So since it's a TikTok, it's a video. So I saw this on, um, originally on TikTok, but now the see here, this is called, guess what? The National siesta competition out of Spain. Hmm. So what do you think that means? <laughs> National siesta <laughs> competition. Well, I guess it's a community of people or a nation of people uh-huh. sleeping. Yes, that's right. Is that what that is? Yes. Really? This is according to CNN.com. Okay. Now, very interesting here that there's a snoring competition that will be, in, uh, okay, snoring to success this uh, Spain's first national siesta competition. Straight? I, I win. <laughs> I don't know. We're all competitors, right? Yes. I, I'm a big snorer. Mike snores. Do you snore, Patty? I was told that I did. <laughs> but I've never heard myself. <laughs> so I don't believe it. If you ask me, I'll say no. <laughs> So at a CNN in Spain, the competitors started off by lying down on blue sofas, some in pajamas, really comfortable. You know, you got to get comfortable to, in order to snore and sleep really well and to compete really well in this competition, right? Fast asleep and a few are on the verge of snoring. What is billed as Spain's first national siesta competition is underwear in uh, under <laughs> underwear. <laughs> Really? Talking about pajamas. That's how some people sleep, I guess, right? Make sure they're not too tight. <laughs> 
underway in Madrid. It's something of a wake-up call for a country that's become fast-paced and many say is a traditional siesta is at risk. One lady gobbled down a quick lunch for fried chicken. In this competition, the siesta is limited to 20 minutes. I don't think 20 so. 20 minutes? Not enough time to sleep, people. Man, yeah, 20 not, minutes, a power nap? That's a power nap. It's yeah. not a sleep. Yeah, no. no I'm not. talking like nine hours of sleep if you're going to be doing <laughs> yeah, some sleeping. I got to have at least six. Yeah. I'll take six, you know, but. So, see, no. that's already that's already a thing. Like, why would they only give you, they should call it power nap competition. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Not siesta. Siesta, from what I heard, is like three to four hours, yes. right? Yeah. In Spain. When they, that's yeah. when they stop working yeah. and just go home and sleep. That's yeah, right. right. I love it. Hmm. So, in this competition, the siesta is limited to 20 minutes, a duration which organizers and some doctors say is optional. I don't think so. No. <laughs> And a quick nap after lunch to get refreshed without entering a deep sleep cycle. Okay. So they don't want you to enter that deep sleep. Why? It's a competition. We got to be hardcore and serious about it. Give me like an hour. See, for me, 30 minute nap is good. I usually wake yeah. wake up 30 minutes. Mike, on the other hand, he'll sleep for like three, four hours. If yeah. you, you know, if we don't, if I don't bother him. Yeah. So and my, we're husband and wife, if you guys don't know. Yeah. So um, 20 minute competition time, the unusual positions they sleep in there's eye-catching pajamas that they're wearing and yes a lot of extra points for snoring so these are the rules that the the contestants have to go by i got a question Mm -hmm. number one they have to have very interesting pajamas Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and they have to snore Mm -hmm. to be enter in enter in into the contest yes. am i right yep so i'm following you so i want to make sure i understand this that's right those are the rules yeah intricate rules award points to contestants depending on how long they sleep during the 20 minute competition time any unusual positions they sleep in any eye-catching pajamas they might be wearing and extra points for snoring so okay my thought is uh, some of that can be faked or controlled yes yeah right like um okay the pajamas you can obviously control Mm -hmm. um let's see here how long they can sleep for during that 20 minute competition time what if you fake it yeah fake it to make it you know i can't fake sleep yeah but i can lay down i can lie down and say okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take me a cat nap Mm -hmm. sometimes it's 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and if i I'm real tired. It could be. It could be an hour. Mm-hmm. So right. I can't imagine being in a competition controlling that. Yeah, it would. I would. You would almost have to fake it mm-hmm. because how do you control going to sleep like this? Yeah, unless you've had something a sedative or something, mm-hmm. or maybe a nice warm hot cup of coffee. You know mm-hmm. that keep you woke. Huh? Uh, but some tea, mm-hmm. nice soothing tea or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I'm interested to see how that comes out. Yeah, or even alcohol. Yeah, yeah. knock you out. Yeah, sure <laughs> would. Huh? A little sip or something, something, something. Uh-huh. You, you could be out more in 20 minutes. <laughs> so they said here, according to the article, Spain's 20% unemployed might reluctantly have more time for a CS now okay so the spanish siesta is in danger because you have to work a lot to earn the money you have well obviously so they said the grand siesta champ will be chosen october 23rd by the public the first cash prize hello 
is a thousand pounds or a thousand euros. So that's about $1,400 in credit up to purchase goods at the shopping center. What? Credit. So I'm okay with that. You know? Yeah, it's always something you need at a shopping center. Mm -hmm. It's always some things we have to go in and get. Yeah. uh, uh, Staples. Yeah. Mm -hmm. $1,400. That's a lot of money. Uh, Unless they say it's at a sleep center. And and, and it's worth faking it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, got to learn that. Yeah. (laughs) I got to go to Spain. (laughs) Get my $1,400. I know. We'll have to take a trip. We'll have to look and see when we can we actually sign up. So the next one here, this is out of boardpanda.com. Board Panda. Yes. That's a it's just panda. like a random, you know, website. Oh, okay. yeah, random okay. website. Oh, okay. Over the course of one year, this guy managed to film seven episodes of a soap opera in an IKEA without getting caught. I <laughs> swear. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, As someone, uh, uh, uh huh. I don't understand. (laughs) He was in a car. Yeah. In in IKEA. In an IKEA, IKEA store. A small yes. car. No, no, no. Oh, no, sorry. IKEA uh, store. A store. The oh, the store. store. Yeah, IKEA. Yeah. Ikea. Oh, the store. The yeah. furniture. I was thinking of the Kia <laughs> car. And I'm yeah. like, we, oh, that's another article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So, as someone who has worked in marketing for some time, okay, the seat. Come on now. Get to the fun stuff. This guy recorded a film, an entire soap opera spoof in an IKEA furniture store without letting people know. Okay. Okay, so this is back in 2009. They recorded a spoof soap opera. No ordinary melodrama uh, parody. They decided to shoot it entirely in the furniture store. And they didn't tell them. See, that's that's where you can get in trouble. Whoa. Yeah, because you didn't get permission from anybody else. That's yeah. Right. For- Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this comes up to news. So. Uh, they recorded seven episodes worth of filming, which ran about five minutes each, with the full cast of actors inside IKEA during work hours Ooh. when a bunch of people were shopping around in the meantime, completely undetected. Are you kidding? How could that be? Well, they, they know, were that going. is interesting. So the show is called Ikea Heights and it's a parody <laughs> of a generic daytime soap opera. I'm surprised you didn't actually use the uh, mannequins that would probably be in, uh, you know, like in the department stores uh, yeah. using the mannequins, you know, I mean, come on. That would have been a better idea. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be to stand, stand there and have this conversation with a mannequin, and they exactly. would probably ignore you and thought you were just some weird person in IKEA. That's right. And they, but with your own cast, come on now. Now, I've seen this a lot. You know, I've seen on TikTok and YouTube shorts and stuff. You know, you see the point of view of the person recording. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But what I wonder is what is what do they look like to the other people who are watching them record in public? Exactly. Now, that must be a weird thing. You see them dance. You see them do all kinds of stupid things. Yep. Yep. And then they're just like, what? You just see some weird person, you know, young person doing a TikTok. Oh, okay, they're recording a TikTok. They, they have the phone in there. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But what do they look like? to the other person you know so i i always wondered that that's very interesting hmm. so um the show included ridiculous romance relentless drama and an amnesia plot line and the occasional murder dun, dun, dun. Thank you God. <laughs> it's a whole plot line <laughs> an occasional murder yeah so who died i don't know that's a good question 
So, oh, so Ikea Heights was created as a web series for Channel 101, a monthly nonprofit short film festival held in L.A. and New York. Say. What? Only say. Los Angeles and New say. York would do something <laughs> like that. That's, that's, no other state would allow that. That's exactly right. You know, everything goes there. That's right. So that's believable. That's unbelievable. Now I want to find this on YouTube. I got Ikea Heights. Ikea Folks, Heights. Look yeah. it up. Find it on YouTube. Watch it. I'm going to watch it too. Look it up. Um, so it ran for eight months. Eight really? months. Yeah. And it rated 7.9 stars on IMDb hmm. called Brilliant, Awesome, and Beyond Words by Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> wow. I've got to look that up. Wow. Okay. Ikea I want your notes. Ikea Heights. <laughs> Ikea Heights. Ikea Heights. Ikea Heights. <laughs> Oh, I've funny. never used uh, Tic Tac, Tac Tac, or whatever it's called. Tic Tac, Tic Tac, Tac Tac, whatever. But I get a lot of the um, things forwarded over to me. Yep. Some of them are funny and some of them are just True, ridiculous. Yeah. Yep, but this one is, I want to see this one. Yeah. yeah Seven episodes. Too. Yeah, me too. We got to see this. Oh, so it, it, it was it went over eight months though, eight right? Months. Yeah. So it was seven seven series. Yeah. Se seven episodes inside of um, IKEA, IKEA, and they never do it. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, so it it, so it took them up. a whole um, month to actually do five minutes each one. I guess so. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Wonder. I just can't imagine them being in an IKEA with all those yeah. levels and all those people. Yeah. And I guess they could get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Because think about it. Yeah. It's always crowded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people are moving about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And people could just be snapping pictures of yeah. things that they. I could see them doing yeah. that. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. For eight months. Yeah. Eight months. Well, okay. The the show ran uh, for um, the, ran for the festival, for the eight. film festival for eight months. For eight oh, months. The okay. recording. Um, I have to look back, but um, I don't know how long. I think they said, yeah, seven months. Yeah, seven yeah, months. They wow. yeah, that was weird. I guess people at IKEA weren't paying attention. No, obviously not. <laughs> Do you realize how many people don't pay attention no more? There's nothing around their own surroundings. Ooh, that is true. So the next story we have here is at a time uh, dot com. Okay, a bird. Uh, police arrested a sneaky bird for its part in a robbery. Those birds. I love animals, but it took part of a crime, I guess. So what do they do? Tell the bird to put their own wings behind okay. their back? And <laughs> were they real? Were they magnetic? Magnetic birds with maybe, 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 maybe uh, battery oh, those robots. Are real, real life, real birds. live birds. Real life birds. They train them then. You know, they do train birds. Yeah, yeah. Do. it's oh, yeah, possible. They do. Yeah, it's yeah, possible. Keep going. Let's Pigeons. Listen. Yeah. yeah, Pigeon races and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure oh, do. they yeah. do. Because, you know, every so often you see the big uh, flop of uh, pi uh, pigeons and yeah. birds that are being released from yeah. their homes just yeah. to fly over the community yeah. to see people and they go right back home. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because sometimes yeah. I sit outside on the patio and watch them. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Birds are very smart. Yeah. So this Dutch bird was spotted at a crime scene. <laughs> And the police evidently had a lot of fun doling out the punishment. Oh, what did they do to the poor bird? No, birdie? don't hurt the bird. So in Netherlands, the sneaky witness was, okay, okay. Police in the Netherlands found the sneaky witness, a bird, when they were arresting a shoplifting subject. 
The police shared a picture of the bird on their Instagram page and saying, We recently arrested a suspect for shoplifting. During the arrest, we found a sneaky witness with feathers and a beak on the suspect's shoulder. (laughs) So that was the owner. Oh, wow. Wow. So the police allegedly gave the bird bread and water to keep it satiated while at the police station. How nice. Oh, Okay, then let's see here. Uh, the initial report says that the uh, during the on the bird's arrest, the news organization blurred out the bird's eye to keep the identity private. Uh. <laughs> I remember. Okay, okay. I gotta stop. Wait, I gotta find that picture. I remember seeing that now. Where is that dang picture? So did that bird get his first uh, one uh, one phone call? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, they didn't show that picture with the bird blurred out. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. I see it. Oh, can I come on now? Okay, it's taking me to Twitter. Okay, okay. Now, um, because this is audio, you guys won't be able to see this, but I want you guys to look up Dutch bird uh, privacy blurred out or something. Okay, because uh, and how can can I okay, come on now? Here we go. There's not going to be no uh, beak recognition there, is there? <laughs> I'm going to show this to Patty. This is the picture that. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. No. The bird's <laughs> eyes blurred what? out. What? Oh, no one knows who it is, right? <laughs> See, it's see. a mystery. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no be, there's no beak recognition yes. there. Uh-uh, so that's no way. that's the uh, what do they call it? This the the, the, the picture that they take uh-huh. when they, you arrest them. Like, yeah, the mugshot. The, yeah. Mug the mugshot. Shot. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's a that's a bird with with the mugshot. Yeah, and you know how they usually do the uh, face recognition, you know, on uh, Google. And all <laughs> <laughs> there's no beak recognition on that one. Boy. No, you can't tell who that one is. Oh, they gotta use the AI. Oh, that's oh, too nice. So that's the picture that I saw that drew my attention right away. Yeah. The bird's privacy is protected. (laughs) Hey, the bird's got rights too. Oh, you know what? Yeah. (laughs) They're human. Yes, they are. They're 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 partial human. They're they're bird brain, that's for sure. Their brains are a little smaller than ours, but I guess it has substance. Yeah, they they can let people know what happened. So the the bird has not yet made a plea in the case. Oh. But with all this media attention, it will likely make a move in the coming days. Oh my God! It's gonna bicker. I have a question. It's gonna yes. bicker. D- does he have legal representation? That's yeah. Oh, yeah. you know Think what? about it because is... if not, he, it could be infringing upon his rights. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's where, <laughs> that's where the raccoon lawyer comes in. <laughs> now let me see. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say um so they're holding the poor bird in jail oh they put the bird in jail with bread and water and they said that they <laughs> they okay. want they want him to talk they want him to, oh. <laughs> to, to so they're, they're, they're bribing him with water and bread huh? yeah and they're making wow. him sing like a canary yeah. oh. oh and they're teaching him how to sing like a canary <laughs> Wow. And it looked like a little a little parrot. Yeah, not a parakeet. It looked like a smaller version of a parrot because it, I, know, I know what parakeets look like. It mm-hmm. didn't look like a parakeet, but um, that's the whole story. So Time they magazine. think that the bird's holding information? They they're took the time. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're withholding and they're, they're keeping him in jail. They're coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to ask this question. Ask us. <laughs> 
Fire away. <laughs> According to bird legal rights, mm-hmm. do they have any? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a question for PETA, okay. the, the, the people for ethical treatment of animals, because do I'm we, sure they will sniff yeah. this out. But you probably can't talk to them until you talk to the raccoon lawyer, because that's, you know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't talk to nobody oh, until you talk to the lawyer. Raccoon, <laughs> raccoon lawyer, because yeah. that's going to make the difference. And nobody knows who a raccoon is. So <laughs> no, we they've got to put all points. Bulletin out for the raccoon lawyer because right. <laughs> he's in hiding. So now here's another one. This is I found off of TikTok originally, but now I'm on um, Indiegogo.com. Okay. They said that there is, um, you know, we love gadgets. Mike mm-hmm. and I were we love okay, gadgets, gadget people, cell phones, laptops, any kind of fun um, technology stuff. Where so when I saw this new device, I thought, you know what, very interesting. You know, I'm not I'm not sure I'm going to get it, but this is very interesting. So. So this is called the Kissinger robotic phone accessory. Oh boy. Kissinger robotic phone accessory. So what is that? It's a uh, cell phone attachment that you can put on that physically simulates a kiss between friends or loved ones when they are in different locations anywhere in the world. Oh, so you can can actually send a kiss. Yeah, you can send a kiss. You can kiss somebody on the lips if they're far away. Let's say, you know, Mike and I were in uh, different cities, whatever, and let's say he's traveling whatever it is and we miss each other then if we both get this attachment on our cell phones you can actually kiss somebody this through can, that attachment this can go all wrong <laughs> you know what i don't think i want that <laughs> this can go that's all creepy wrong. so and if you look at the picture of the attachment so and i'll, I'll show you so it the one the picture that i oh here we go so here's a that can, can I? go all wrong <laughs> Here's so, and of course you know hey you guys know you it, you know if anyone has seen me I'm Asian okay I fully represent the Asian community mm-hmm. I don't dog on them I don't you know I love my heritage I love right. my culture but the Asians come out with some crazy stuff oh they yes oh, and God. I am I am not uh, stigma, stigmatizing I'm not you know talking down on any culture okay I'm actually bringing awareness to good technology okay so don't hate on me for saying this but there's some crazy stuff that comes out of the asian countries there is very very ingenious but there's a reason for it you know so and it's okay we're just talking about it no one's getting offended so basically what you're saying is they're so smart but they're also so stupid (laughs) i did not say that (laughs) they are very um people imaginative people their imagination is is beyond the things that we can even imagine what would we do with that how would that work for us so there's another little uh screenshot of how the device works it's an attachment on your phone and then you can actually kiss it yeah, kiss it, it. yeah and then it. you send it you guys can kiss each person. other and g- yeah and not it. even be freaking close to each other yeah, i know right <laughs> you could be in the kitchen i want to send you a kiss honey that's <laughs> it <laughs> there you go so yeah <laughs> They, they probably did that for COVID stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah, you know what? I bet yeah. you it was. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. there was a lot of it was yeah. a lot of people couldn't couldn't yeah. be in because they couldn't contact, touch each other. Couldn't be in they couldn't contact be in the with their yeah. loved ones. They couldn't be in the same bed. Was, or yeah, nothing. they yeah. couldn't even let them in the hospitals yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. that's that sad. would have been an interesting item to have. Yeah, and uh, it people would buy them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, helps them with their you know feeling loved and having that connection with someone. Disconnect that we have coping skills. Yes, yeah, yes, that's yeah. it. That's skill. Yeah. Yeah. That, 
that's good. Yeah. yeah. So this lab um, is takes a quantum step research lab towards a mission to invent the future of the internet, which includes the way we communicate on the web and mobile apps. Oh. The lab research includes multi-sensory experience, which then led to the development of the Kissinger device, which employs sound, vision, haptic uh, technology to simulate a human kiss. The positive pressure print uh, performed on one device is digitally transmitted to another device as the exact negative pressure print. Oh, wow. So it has, it, it has, it's alive. It comes yeah. alive. Yeah, it It's does. like hearing wow. uh, someone, a, li- a live podcast, mm-hmm. but you also get the reaction of it yeah. because it, it, give, it gives you that sense of being close. Yes, having wow. those emotions. Yeah. That's awesome for loved ones that are in the military and mm-hmm. things like oh, that yeah. in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that, that interesting? That is very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's something that, you know, we'll, we'll probably see. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, but I still think that could still go all wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah, it could, it could because yeah. It, yeah, it could go wrong if yeah. used for the wrong reason. But yeah, but which I, always I, things yeah. do. I understand what they're saying. No, yeah. Still yeah. Go. So we, the smartphone is inserted into the device so you can see your loved one all while you are kissing them, making the experience multi-sensory. Yeah, see, then it, it could go very wrong. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Things get created in, in all kinds of life and they oh, yeah. get used for different reasons. And, you know, hey, as long as it's used for whatever reason that person is using it for, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. They they want to purchase it, right? Well, you know, yeah. everything yeah. that's made mm-hmm. can either go bad or, be, or oh, go yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so yeah. it, it's, it's nothing is perfectly one of those things that are all for good. Right. It can always be changed over yeah. to yeah. another person's imagination. Yeah. yeah. But for the for the for, for now, mm-hmm. I think that's a good, that's a good tool. Yeah. That's yeah. a good tool. Yeah. I think the reason why they made it is mm-hmm. a good reason. It's, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think uh, isn't that pretty much with everything like the internet? Mm-hmm. It's always f- supposed to be for the good, but mm-hmm. then, right. But then there's always the people in the back yeah. that have another imagination beyond other, uh, the expectation that yeah. we would want it to have. Yeah. yeah. Exactly so right. yeah, but that's okay because yeah. it will serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. that's yeah. the main thing yeah. that it yes. does have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So my last story that I have out of NPR.com six Doctors swallowed Lego heads for science. Here's what came out. Lego heads. The little <laughs> toys that the kids, you know, you, you have them thrown around. And Steve Patty's like, oh my God, I feel the pain already. I stepped on them uh, so many times and now they got to swallow them for science. What do they think that? Uh, They're swallowing them for the purpose of science. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's hear this <laughs> That's what they said. Let's hear how this is going to help us. How it's gonna For come the out? Cause. Gonna wipe their faces right off of those Lego heads. That's what it's gonna do. So, Let's hear this one. So this doctor, when he was a toddler, swallowed a Lego piece, actually two, and they stuck together. I thought, well, just to put it in your mouth and try to get your teeth between the little pieces. So the doctor swallowed it down the hatch and he went to Australia. Okay, so he was out of Australia. He was put in. (laughs) He was put in the emergency room. He sees a lot of. Oh, no, no. Okay, the the doctor works at an emergency room. Okay, Mm -hmm. so he works with a lot of uh, parents whose children succumb to this impulse. Okay, so tell us what he did. I want to hear what the heck he did. Uh, Let's see here. So he swallowed it for science. Sure 
sure you can reassure parents one by one that they probably don't need to come to the emergency room or worse dig through their kids oh feces and search in search for the everyday object okay so five, him and five other pediatricians wondered how can we get the message out through science so a rigorous <laughs> examination so they did a study each one of them swallowed a lego head they wanted to basically see how long it took to swallow and excrete the plastic toy <laughs> they swallowed one of the lego heads the doctors yes yeah, the, the doctors did the doctors. okay i want to make sure they were the yes. doctors yeah okay. they they, they swallowed the lego heads that had you know the, a frown on the face <laughs> but when it came out the other end it was a happy face <laughs> Get out of here. Because it was so happy to get, get out, out. Uh, on the other end. <laughs> it, 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 it went out one way and came out. We went, went, no, it went in one way. Went in sad. Very sad. Came out very, Not very hopeful, happy. But when it came out, that smile was like, wow, I made it. Wow, I made it. Can green, you imagine green the things green. the Lego head saw? I uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> so the study included three criteria. Mm-hmm. A previous, oh, so, okay, this is the people. Um, you have to have a previous gastrointestinal surgery. Oh, excluded, excuse me. Yeah. If you had a previous gastrointestinal surgery, you could not participate in the study. If you have the inability to ingest foreign objects, you cannot be part of the study. And if you have an aversion to searching through fecal matter, oh <laughs> you my cannot. God. Oh man, so they make you search through your own stuff? Oh, you better believe it. How do you know <laughs> that you have a system that cannot accept you doing that? A uh, foreign object. A foreign that object. Is, that is a swallowing good thing. Yeah. How yeah. do they determine that? Yeah, they, only because if you had to have done it before. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have a history of that. Yeah. And you like, think they want to do it again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> so uh, the doctor and his collaborators wanted to raise awareness about a few different types of objects that are, in fact, hazardous to children if swallowed. An important one is button batteries. I don't know what button. Ba- oh, oh, the little the round, little tiny, yeah, tiny, the little yeah, round little button batteries. Yeah. Yes. Wafer uh, shaped uh, objects found in electronic toys. Button batteries are actually can actually burn through the esophagus in a few hours oh wow oh they're very very dangerous different from swallowing a coin or lego now patty i'm gonna tell you something okay a funny trivia i told this to mike uh, a little bit ago if you see me uh, my smile Mm -hmm. i have um a little you can't see it now but uh, i used to have a really big gap between my teeth my two front teeth and you know what caused it when i was a little kid i shoved a quarter in between my teeth just for whatever stupid reason i was like second third grade i think and i was just like huh i wonder what that will feel like and i i was able to push it in there and i had a big gap imagine if i swallowed a freaking quarter or something can you imagine that well your crap would be worth a quarter (laughs) (laughs) give me poop give me pooping at coins so imagine what kind of um oh what else do do these doctors hear i mean that is ridiculous (laughs) i don't know i don't know either you know what Doctors are interesting. Yeah, they are very They're interesting. They're very yeah. interesting because they have to have a true imagination. Mm-hmm to be able to visualize what they're about to do mm-hmm. and have the understanding yep. of how the outcome is going to come out. Yeah. Yep. And yep. so I thank God for doctors yeah. on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Yes. For the good and for the bad. Okay. 
So they have more information on who, what, some, what can be swallowed. Go to American Academy of Pediatrics information. Okay, so they didn't so. tell us what happened after that. See, so NPR, you, you left us hanging here. You didn't tell us what happened to the doctors. If when they, how long it took for the Lego, Lego, <laughs> Lego heads to go through your body. They didn't say that. Can you I'm imagine wondering. feeling one of those go through your intestines? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, oh no, almost. <laughs> you think it's a gas bubble? Well, oh no, no that's just my stomach talking I just trying to push it through i just can't imagine <laughs> how that would feel oh yeah that'd be crazy that would be yeah. painful yeah well that's that's what i would think that's all i can think of pain Ugh. so here's another thing i saw in here researchers then measured the time it took for the gulped lego heads to be passed the time interval was given a name it was given a score the score name is called found and retrieved time <laughs> score you know what that stands for what they call it fart score fart score <laughs> actual news npr reported it oh fart news there you go that's uh real news Uh, worldwide yes yes international because the doctor was from australia yeah yeah Yeah. so that's um that's out of npr and that's all the funny stories i have it's a little bit shorter but you know it's okay patty i'm so happy that you're able to come by (laughs) and join us you You know what i've had so much fun being here a month earlier yeah (laughs) i won't say anything other than that yes that's okay. But it was intended to yes, be this yes, way. Yes, it was. That's it right. was. That's thank exactly you right. so much. Yeah, thank you for inviting, coming. For inviting me in when I did come. <laughs> yes. You could have said, oh, no, she, what is she doing here? <laughs> no, come on in here. Come yeah, on, come on, come on. Yeah. Come on. So, so, Patty, you want to tell us all the good stuff you guys do at the Rotary? Oh, my God. With so many good things we do, we, uh, we have five areas of focus. And we're having an event. I'm, I'm talking about, I want to give a little plug in for mm-hmm. the event. We're having a uh, district zoning uh, event on April the 6th for with uh, four, five of our other clubs. And we're going to be showcasing Rotary in the Raw. We're going to have, it's not a conference. It is a time to learn about who Rotary, what Rotary is and what Rotary does. We are a community service, international community service organization with 1.4 million members worldwide. That's a lot. Yes. We have 61 um, clubs in our district here, and uh, we service lots of nonprofits. We feed a lot of uh, hungry, hungry, hungry people. We just had our um, annual fundraiser last year to, in September, I believe it was, and we had three areas uh, that we were going to address with the, the funds that was raised. We raised $100,000, nice. and that was split between three different focus groups. The first group was Bishop Tutu. They We sent over deaths for the children in Africa oh. because they sat on the ground oh. and studied. And we can't imagine mm. that our kids are sitting at desk every day with light and with, with heat mm. yeah. recovering. So we were able to send, I believe it was a thousand desks or so that went over there. Then the other part of the money went to uh, homeless mm. and in our in our district and we and they circulated through every club was received an allotment of those funds and we 
were able to help one of our local uh, feederies, which is the first uh, congregational church of Paris, and we uh, were able to give them a thousand dollars. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, and the other was the uh, child endangerment. But I tell you, Rotary is my heart. Uh, I became president uh, three years ago. I was nominated. Then I was then I was elected, and now I'm actually in the actual leadership role. It ends on June 30 of this year. It's been the most remarkable time I've had. I've been with Rotary for five years. When I first came to Rotary, uh, I was at sitting at one of the chamber meetings, and I must have said something, but some guy knocked, hit me on the shoulder, and he says, would you like to come and speak to Rotary? And I said, sure. And he walked away, and I'm like, what the heck is wrong? <laughs> you know, I went home and Googled it, right? <laughs> and I read all about it. And when I walked in that at 7 o'clock in the morning, there were so many happy faces. Oh. Everybody was smiling and everybody was happy to see each other. And I said, oh my God, I need this to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I would go every Thursday to have breakfast and to listen. And I was amazed what they did. And that hooked me. I went in there and I wanted to, because I've come from a background of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember back in the early part of the 90s, I was working for FEMA and I was doing a lot of uh, of the, some, a lot of the earthquakes mm-hmm. and, and different things here in California, all over Southern California and was sent some other places and uh, to open uh, disasters mm-hmm. uh, assistance centers and I stayed on and stayed into the into the uh, housing department and appeals process mm. and that's when I saw a lot of devastation it just showed me how lucky I was even when I was here and I was in LA doing the watch riot mm. I went to work for, for FEMA but I didn't uh, and I was just amazed how how impactful some organizations could be mm-hmm. and when I came here I came here because of sickness but I, I found uh, a diamond in the raw in the raw when I got here because the doctors were so helpful for me I had gone through so many different surgeries but mm-hmm. the doctors were so much nicer than they were in Southern California and the people that I lived around were just amazing people and I chose never to live in Los Angeles again I've been mm-hmm. here this is my 11th year Wow, this nice. is truly my Good. home mm-hmm. I, I give all all the time that I have for the rotary leadership role and I did not work mm. all of my time you know we we a lot, a lot of us don't have a lot of money mm-hmm. but we have something to give true so we're always looking for and I'm, I'm you're asking me what rotary is about mm-hmm. it, it's about helping it's about helping those in need those are less fortunate than, than us mm-hmm. those that go to work every day those that can't work those that have lost their 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 families mm-hmm. Families have fallen apart. Kids are in foster care. It's just so many things that we can help. And I encourage each and every one individual that is listening today that they contact some of their community service organizations and find out what they're doing. There you go. And see what they can do to help. Yeah, that's right. You, even if you have children, you can. I, you know, I've had people call me that I didn't even know, and they said we have some cl- uh, clothing uh, we want to give to someone. They wash them, they clean them, and we go get them and we take them somewhere uh there's so many it's just so much devastation in our Mm -hmm. community it's sometimes it
brings tears to my eyes to see babies outside with their parents in a stroller. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But together, mm-hmm. we're going to make it. We're, we're making a, a rotary. Is making, we're making ourselves relevant in our community. Yeah. We're giving more and more of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And less, I give more of myself and less of me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this is my home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the best part of my life. Mm-hmm. Because I came to a community of people who care for one another. Yes. And I hope that we continue in the work that we do in all of our nonprofits. Yes. Not just Rotary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also have the chamber, which I, you know, we all know about. Yes. And then we have the senior citizens. Mm-hmm. We have the, the schools, the, the charter schools. We have the schools, the, the child care. Uh, we have a lot of, lots and lots of people that are opening up mm-hmm. their homes for foster parenting. I just thank God that I can do something every each and every day yes. to right. make a difference in someone's life that's right and i've done all that i can mm-hmm. for that day yeah and okay. then let the next day do a little bit more mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit more mm-hmm. But if you're interested in learning about the Rotary, I will leave you my car information mm-hmm. yes. and post it yeah, and have them call. Mm-hmm. These are people who may have nonprofits. We do work with our schools. Most of our members are school-related uh, employees. We have our superintendents. Mm-hmm. We have our principal. We have our teachers. We have our counselors. We have our nurses. And, of course, of all the children who we love so much, mm-hmm. we also give scholarships for them. Yes, We send them to camp uh, when they're in the seventh grade and we follow them all through the college. Oh, that's nice. And give them each time we give them a scholarships mm-hmm. and they serve our community. These kids walk in the parades. They, they're yeah. there whenever time there is an event. Mm-hmm. Those those kids from CMI, they're in uniforms. They, they're blowing their horns. They're singing. Mm-hmm. They're just praising and honorable uh, and honored to be part of this community. And I'm so happy that you guys are here. I'm glad I met you <laughs> uh, when you first came we had a good time yes, sure we at did. the harvest festival yeah. I sure was. but that was so much fun yeah. but we've had a lot of good times yes we yes, did and uh, i'm so proud of you guys thank you you bring so much joy to to me uh and the events that uh we look forward to hopefully again i'll come back and yeah i'll yes. have something to say <laughs> other <Something> than more. <laughs> Well, well, if if you guys don't say okay, enough of her. <laughs> well, we're also proud of you for the things of what you've already accomplished in uh, yeah. your your time, even mm-hmm. being here, and to the things that you accomplished, even being at the Rotary Club there as well too, because mm-hmm. that's a huge you know achievement. Yes, it is. You know, for even just in a shorter amount of time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm just a happy person today. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, I wasn't happy because mm-hmm. I didn't think they can't help me. I don't want these people why am i here in this awful place they don't even have uh restaurants here all they had was a sizzler mm. and jenny's and and, and they, i think they had a mcdonald's but i don't eat that kind of food mm. <laughs> they yeah. didn't have real department stores yeah. <laughs> so but this is a great community mm-hmm. our leadership our mayor oh my yes. god mayor michael vargas he is one remarkable person you mm-hmm. know him personally yep. as i do and we all love him and we love his his lit we love his cabinet and we mm-hmm. love his employees they're all so happy mm-hmm. and willing to help in any way they can yes so just a privilege and an honor to be here today and how I do you thank you we're so happy that you're able to make it and um this was a spur in the moment 
Independent Podcast. Yes, it was. It was. Yes, it really was. Okay. It really was. This was so, not planned. Yeah. Caught her off guard. Yeah. But <laughs> Way worth- off guard. I'm like, oh, what the heck? Where's the front door at? I'm getting out of here. These people are trying to kidnap me. <laughs> Patty, we're so glad that you're able to join us, do this uh, special uh, appearance. And um, if you guys are online, go to Rotary Club of Paris or just Google that. Google RotaryClubofParis.com yeah. mm-hmm. and you'll get our website. Mm-hmm. Check our website out. Yes. You'll be surprised what we do. Yeah. And if you don't, can't remember it, mm-hmm. uh, just make a call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly you right. guys are on Facebook. Yeah. And we're also on Facebook and yeah. we have a website mm-hmm. yes. and we're also on the city's website website so yes. okay, there's yes, no yes, reason true. why you can't find us mm-hmm. true that's right because true. we're out here yeah. true. well patty it was a joy to have you be a guest speaker today thank you so much yes, thank, thank you. you for having me Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. If you missed any past episodes, just search the Mike and Phoebe show or Alternative Twist Radio on any major podcast app. 